Welcome back to another episode of Jane Transit. You all are in for a great treat. Um, my friend Brandon, a returning guest, uh, speak to our married friend Chris about how he got to marriage and he dropped some wonderful nuggets um, about how his relationship has evolved in time and um, I really do hope you enjoy it and I will see you on the other side. Thank you all for coming back to another episode of Jay in Transit podcast. Tonight, I have two guests who are joining me and we, uh, this episode is called We Have Questions. So um, I will let my guests introduce themselves, but the theme of tonight's conversation is us two single folks are going to be asking questions of our married friend. Um, and let's see what advice and how he can guide us through um, our search uh, for a relationship. So, Chris, why don't you go first and introduce yourself? Yes, hi. Uh, my name is Christopher Rodriguez. I've been married going on 12 years, uh, total about 14 and 15 years uh, with my spouse dating and married. You said total of 14? Uh, yeah, of the dating, uh, married going on 12. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the world. Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brandon here. I, I guess I am single person number one, <laughs> and <laughs> I uh, um, uh, never been married. Uh, uh, you know, uh, actively looking for uh, my wife, and um, I am uh, more than interested in hearing from Christopher his wealth of knowledge, twelve years deep in the game. Uh, and what he can uh, impart to uh, to me. All right. How long have you been single? Uh, probably about six, a little over six months now. Oh, okay. 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 And I am Juana. I am the host of Jane Transit. I am, I guess, single person number two. Um, and... Yes, I'm looking uh, very much forward to see what a man asks a married man versus what a woman asks a married man um, in terms of advice, etc. Um, and before you ask me, Chris, I've been single 10 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yes. So, okay. I'm going to kick it off with this. And since we're still in quarantine... Has these 12 years of marriage, how's that seeing you through this quarantine? It's been a different dynamic, a very challenging dynamic. And, uh, you know, I was telling my wife and we, we do like family meetings. And so, you know, I have a, a, a five-year-old and an um, a eight-year-old, but uh, I have never spent as much time with my wife and my family ever. And so I had to build a desk in the wow. basement and just like uh, share my office. And, you know, like there is no, yeah, hey, you know, I'll be, I'll be back in eight hours. No, I wake up with her, go to sleep with her. She's upstairs now. And, you know, it's just, it's a different dynamic, but then I just think of it as a way of, of just appreciating and getting past the, 
wanting my 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 office back and my man cave back and having some space. Just appreciate this moment because we don't know if we're ever gonna spend this much time ever again. Right. Yeah, I don't know. The cops are after somebody. Who's who's who? Where, where is that? It's. I hello. I always love it when we have our transit noises that come into the podcast. It makes it so much more authentic. (laughs) (laughs) So don't close off any windows. So at this point, yes, the very beginning, um, our podcast glitched. So we started again and we had Brandon re-ask Chris the question about going to the beginning. Yeah, um, the moment I realized that she was my wife, okay, so not the very, very beginning. Now, I, I you know, you, you phrased this question a little differently this time. Um, yeah, I was sleeping and I woke up and we, we used to like take turns spending time with each other at, at, at our houses and and then I just um, realized that um, this is where I wanted to be for the rest of my life. I just realized that um, this was the person who I found that I could uh, be faithful to, that I can grow and learn and, and, and take all the challenges that life throws at us. And, and someone that I could truly trust if I needed in any moment of my life. And I've, I haven't really found that until I met my wife. And so I woke up and I said, you know, I, I, I didn't plan on it. I did put down on a ring. I, I was heading in the direction of marriage and we were talking about marriage. But one day I just said, um, I proposed to her without the ring. And I just asked, hey, um, you know, do you want to spend the rest of your life with me? Do you want to marry me? And, um, and she said, yeah. And, um. Wow. That, that's how, you know, that's where, where it was. But it was just a point, like, I just woke up and I, re- so, I just knew. I just knew. So were you, this is interesting because it sounds like you were, the the moment of realization uh, came after you had already purchased a ring. Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, I put down on a ring. I, I put down, I didn't have it purchased. I put down on it. So so you were already kind of heading in that direction, but you were, were you certain or, or was this like, could you, could you explain yeah. it and say more? Yeah. I was going to yeah. jump on that and say, um, what led you to make that decision that you were ready? Like what like fell into place, I guess, for lack of a better word. Uh, instinct. And I just, um, I was, you know, when you have conversations, you talk about marriage and you talk about traveling, you talk about moving together and buying houses and and um, building a future and creating a legacy. Um, that's what led me to put down on the ring. And we didn't date. We dated with a purpose. And yes, because we knew each other and we had a little bit of history, not dating history, but of just. Uh, acquaintances of familiar people. We, she's an AKA, I'm an alpha. We, we know all the same people. And so it, it came to a point that um, the purpose of dating and, and, and talking about marriage and talking about what we wanted in life aligned. 
And so when I proposed and I proposed sooner than I planned to was because I, I came to a self uh, realize, realization that I, I didn't know what I was waiting for. I didn't know, like, you know, why, why did I need to wait for the ring? I'm ready. Like I woke up and it just like I said, I woke up and she was next to me and I said, I, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. It was just something that came from the heart. And um, 14 years, you know, here we are 14 years later, you know, I just, you know, just one of those things that I can't explain to like, it wasn't, um, it was premeditated. Yes. I knew I wanted, she was the type of woman that I wanted to marry, but the way the proposal and the marriage and everything we wind up um, pushing through uh, was just, it, 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 it came just, I woke up and just said, you know, I want to, I didn't want to be single anymore. I didn't want to keep going back and forth. I didn't want her to go home again. I want her to stay with me forever. I too want to take it slightly back to the beginning, not about how you met, but I want to know what you consider to be the basics and have they changed in today's day and age? Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. Um, when I was single, I was really single. <laughs> I was just, I, I was, um, there was a point I was just dating to date. You know, I didn't really, um, I, I don't know where um, at a certain point. Oh, I know where. Um, I went from being, a. I, I used to do um, personal training and massage therapy and I was working and doing all these things. And then I got into real estate and then um, my time, man, like it's just when you're training people, when you're living a lifestyle of other people's schedule, you don't have time to date. You don't have time to run around and deal with different people and deal with all these, man, I could tell you stories of dating people and just like, and then it just, it just got, it just became enough for me. And I decided that um, I wanted to take my time. And so the person that I dated before my wife was like a real serious relationship that could have led to something, but there were things that were, that I could not deal with. So I had to, they were deal breakers. So so I had to um, leave that relationship. And, um, but through that relationship, it, it led me to realize what I would accept from a person and how like, you know, yeah, we want women to be attractive or you want an attractive mate or you want an attractive, and not saying my wife is not attractive or, or whatnot, not necessarily that. But what I saw in my wife um, were things that, I wanted my wife to be, you know, it was a level of trust and a level of, of, of her word and, and, and how strong she believed in, in, in it, how strong she was believed in her faith and, and believed in family. And that's the thing. The key word is family. Like it took me, you know, like, you know, I'm a, like I said, I used to be out there looking for the hottest girl and looking for the, you know, the nice, you know, assets and all these different things that, you know, most men want. But then, you know, that stuff fades, you know, that that stuff doesn't um, it's not wholesome. It's not filling. It's not, you know, once you achieve that or once you have that, you know, that's all that is, you know, there's somebody's body and somebody's, you know, red hair, long hair, short hair, you know, whatever it is that you like in a physical feature, it, 
that that thing didn't keep me stimulated, it didn't keep me excited. It didn't. So meeting my wife and having conversations and thinking about the future and talking about making plans and and um, traveling and, you know, eventually talking about having a family and, and whatnot, you know, that excited me. And, you know, it, it forever changed my life. That's great. You know, that's also deep. Huh? I said I was that's also say, really deep. <laughs> but go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, yeah no, I, I wanted to, I wanted to hop in. I, you know, I, I, um, I, what I, one of the things I hear you, uh, kind of reminiscing and recounting, is uh, thinking about the characteristic characteristics, um, and traits and uh, values that, uh you know, really made you select, um, or, or uh, select isn't the right word, uh, really made you, um, you know, move in the direction of marriage with your, with your wife and what set her apart. And um, I think that there is a, um, a part of me that sometimes wonders, uh, like, how you, when you're looking for, when you find yourself like really in, in a, in a space of looking for your wife, how you distinguish, um, like, uh, similarities, things that maybe you, you, uh, uh collectively enjoyed, uh, hypothetically, you meet someone and they like football and you, you like football versus like, uh, meeting someone and you just appreciate maybe it's the, 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 shared experiences or the things that you have in common and and how you look to to, to balance that um as you entered the, the relationship yeah that's the thing my wife tricked me on that like she told me she likes sports but <laughs> she only put up with it because i love <laughs> sports like she got me good on that right so Ooh. and we used to watch those um and i used to hate it but i used to watch those lifetime flicks with her right you know but where we connect now is we still love comedy shows we love she likes watching um reality not reality um documentaries and so we we have conversations on those things and whatnot but but the most important thing to us even now is our kids and um and we love real estate we talk a lot about real estate we started a business together like uh, eight months ago. And so we're still working, you know, through that and we network together and we build together. And so we, we connect, which is the most challenging thing to reinvent and re to refall in love and to re to um, rededicate ourselves to one another. So it's so easy to, um, to lose sight of things when you get thrown a pandemic or when you get thrown, you know, my father passed away, her father passed away, you know, and you, you, you get thrown so many things being married because you're taking on, it's two families, not one. And then, you know, when you're fighting different fights, you know, it's it sometimes you can get lost thinking that you got to shoulder um, a lot of things, but truth be told, uh, we, I just don't, there's nothing that is off limits. And when you, when you put something off limits, it creates a barrier and you don't even see the barrier when you start to hide or you start to, 
to um, omit information. And so it's just just trying to stay connected and um, get back to where we've always been. Like um, mm. when, when we got married, we filled out marriage books. And this is the craziest thing. The craziest oh, thing Lord. one time we, 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 we hit a we hit a rough spot and my wife pulled out the marriage books. Right. And you could scratch my name off and scratch her name off and switch the books. We wrote about identical dreams, identical wants, identical wishes, identical. We wanted a boy and a girl. We were so similar in our thoughts that when we saw our pastor, like we, we saw the pastor that married us um, probably about five years ago. And he said, he said, I married you for a reason. You better check your books. And when I did, I said, man, like we were we were so intertwined with one another. And it's never really changed. It's just you go through life, you go through different stresses that can test you in a marriage. You know, sometimes changing a job or sometimes, you know, starting a podcast or, you know, different things that (laughs) become new, you know, that didn't exist uh, 14 or 12 years ago, you know, when you were dating and when you were married. And so, but if you stay having conversations and the person grows with you, you know, you don't have to like everything, you know, being married doesn't mean I'm handcuffed to lifetime films for life. You know, mm. sometimes I don't, I'm, I'm down. I mean, there's some juicy stuff on, on lifetime even now. Yeah. 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 But Netflix is where I'm at, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I wanted to know your thoughts on situationships and what advice you are given to the ladies and the men, but I don't know. That didn't exist when I was single. What's the situation? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you have little sisters and brothers or something. No, we'll I mean it. De- I mean, uh, okay, so I don't know. So give me an example. Are you in a situationship, or like, am I the only one sharing here? Like, give me, you know, give me something to um, give me a scenario. I am, sh- I am not in a s- situationship, but, and Brandon jumped in, <laughs> situationships are just unlabeled, unlabeled relationships. So, you know, one or the other is doing a lot to mimic as if this is a relationship, but it never moves anywhere. Um, but it's comfortable. And so, or it masks something that you aren't ready. Okay, now, you know, to are these fix. scenarios this? So, okay, guys. When it breaks up, quote unquote, because what are you breaking up if you've never put a label to it? Um, you know, there are very many surprises <laughs> that well, there were feelings attached. Okay, to, to yeah, this arrangement. yeah, I, I understand so exactly what you're saying now. No, um. Yeah, I you know I'm a man, so I don't know you know I I don't know the woman's side to that question, but I know that like there's just certain women that I hung out with that I found great company that just didn't pique my interest, and that I would never I would never be seen with them. I would never, um, or I might be seen with them, but I would never really be seen with them. Like they would never meet my family. They would never, you know. But because mm-hmm. in life, you know, you meet people. You may like them, but not like them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And I think, you know, it might be the same on your side. Like, I don't know, like, some people that you just don't mind killing right. time with. 
You know what I mean? Like, and that. I mean, ten years. I would say that may have been what. Yeah, but the, time, but the but the thing <laughs> is that like um, but I found um, and I learned that e- even being married, I, I learned that um, y- you know, when you are focused on what you want, and you cut things off to 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 do what you need to get done, no matter what it is you can achieve what you need to achieve. But when you have these distractions, when you have these, all you're setting yourself up is for nothing to work. One of the things that I, I, uh, I appreciate uh, about some of the things that you're sharing is is you've you've really talked about your growth uh, within, within your marriage and how the, how you've worked to, to, revolutionize uh transform that it's evolved over time uh rededicating yourselves to life goals starting this business um i'm i'm definitely interested in learning more about like how how your relationship has evolved but can i ask you some really quick questions about like the 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 your life's your lives leading up to marriage really quickly Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Did, did so you these would uh, be like how, rapid response? Or? Rapid response, yes, okay. indeed. Perfect. So, how, about how long did you date from like the second business meeting? We'll say the second business meeting. What, what do you What do you mean? The second business meeting with my wife? Yeah. Well, you, you talked about you went on the first business meeting. You guys are cool, and then the oh, later no, point, no, point in time that was in like nineteen ninety nine. So how how long would you say you dated your wife before getting married? Oh, about two years. Two years. Did you live together before you nope. were married? No, 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 no. No. Nah, my wife didn't. Do, do, yeah. You want to you want say you want to say more? Was that was that ever on the table? Was that no? Proposed? Never on the table. Never even close. Um, I lived with the woman prior to my wife, the woman I was dating before I, I, um, and, um, I didn't want to do that. And, um, it wasn't a good situation and I didn't want, I I didn't, if I'm going to live with you, I'm going to marry you. That was my mentality. If I'm going to live with you, I'm going to marry you. And, and, and I never looked back and that's what worked for me. And so you, you get married two years in and uh, the first children come along about uh, how many years into the marriage? Oh, about two years. Two years. Okay. So thinking about the, the first or second year after you're married, you were married, those, those like formidable years, like what are your rules for like the first year of marriage? Yeah. Don't have any kids. Do not have any kids at all, at all, unless, unless uh, like, like in the first year, no, in the first year or the second year, yeah. you know, um, it, they are, they, they take your titties away, man. You don't get like, <laughs> <you're just> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you know, you, you know, you know, on a, on a side note, the most, the most, um, challenging thing for a man that no one speak of that I learned being married and having kids. It's so lonely with the first kid 
and your wife being pregnant and I don't have a strong family or I didn't have any male male role models or people to hang out with or anywhere to go while my wife was not feeling well because she was pregnant or going through different, you know, changes in her body and 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 really like being with a, 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 a like the pregnancy for me the first time was was so lonely because it's such a huge you, you don't you don't really fully have your wife anymore like it's just it's a it's a it's a it's a change and it was just so challenging to fight through that change because you're really not dating you're not you're not you know especially like six months in like things are and some people in the beginning they get the sickness it depends on on, on it's different for every woman but it's a huge change for them and for me not really growing up with a father or having a, a somebody else to to lean on in those moments was was huge. So that's why I say like if you can like enjoy the woman you're going to be with and spend time enjoy being married, yeah, I will wait a couple of years before you you start the family. So so the, so the to summarize, uh, don't have kids. Uh, kids mess up the titties. Um, <laughs> yep, they do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> having kids is can be you know can be challenging. Got it. Any any other uh, rules for the first year of of, uh, of marriage? Yeah, you know what work work work. Uh, you know what uh, rules for me might not be rules for you. Like you might just want to jump in and be so, daddy right away. Like, maybe suggestions. Yeah, suggestions. Like, I feel like a little shit, Brandon. Like yeah, you know. Chris said this now. No, um, <laughs> no, I, I think also the rules or whatever you you make it. Like some people, like we used to have a safe word where we when we argue and go too far, and so that just kills the argument, and we'll revisit it later. But you know, it may you know things may work for you. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, and so and and those safe words can work really good at night too. So you know, <laughs> you can have fun with. <laughs> and you could set your own boundaries and your own parameters per your relationship. But it's very, very good to have conversations about marriage before you get married. You know, I don't I don't suggest anyone just propose and get married without ever talking marriage. You know, and another thing, too, that that's the most important thing that um, that I wish I did more was spend more time with her family. You know, that's it's super important to have that support and those relationships as opposed to for me, I, I kind of did it a little bit before we got married, but more after we got married. In hindsight, 2020, like I wish I would have made trips to Virginia to see her father. I wish, you know, I would have took her mother out to dinner more and, and laid a better foundation to be connected to the family. Because that's super important because you never know. Yeah. And it's more important than her being connected to my family. Because when you're having a baby and you're going through anything and you have mom on speed dial, it's a huge savior. Calling your mom, I don't know. You know what I mean? Unless, you know, the woman is connected to your mom in a way that I, I don't know about, you know? But for the most part, you know, I say like the first two years enjoying 
each other, being married. You could do whatever you want. You have, you really don't. The only rules you have is what you make up. When you throw parenthood into it, it's just a totally different life. Right. I really appreciate you bringing up the relationship with family and that when you marry somebody, you don't marry just the person. You really do marry the whole family. Uh, because I've seen it even in relationships, well, I guess 10 years ago, um, just in, you know, yeah. in dating. Um, but I also saw it, uh, you know, throughout my siblings' evolutions of relationships as well, that if, you know, they weren't comfortable with the person, you know, that they were introduced to, they would be very cordial um, but it like the relationship like just stopped at one point. So um, I can I can attest to that, even though I haven't been married. Um, and I guess I would recommend that that really do take a take a priority. Enjoy where you are, because when it's done, it's done. Like and it, the, the scariest moment was when right before we were getting married and it hit me that, oh, snap whoa this is for the rest of my life like I, i'm like i got cold feet i got scared i got shook i got whoa it all hit me and i had to remind myself that this is what my future is to let it go like that that part of my life has died it's gone i had to you know i chose the wrong time to, to have a memorial <laughs> you know <laughs> to sit there and be like oh snap do i really want to give all this up and mind you, I just didn't enjoy being single anymore. I, I didn't. I didn't enjoy trying to find ways to lose people. And I didn't enjoy dating. I don't know how you, like, I don't know if you guys date multiple people at one time. I've tried it all. And I, I gave that up. That was the first step. Like, whoa, I can't, I can't, like, remember who I'm dating, who I'm, like, no, 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 no. I, I got to. You know, like, please, like, people popping up at your doorstep, ringing your doorbell, bringing you food. I'm like, uh, what are you doing here? Like, you know, like, like, you know, then you got to be scared to let no pe people know where you live. And like all types of things started changing for me. And I started feeling the pressure of like the lifestyle I was living wasn't conducive to the man I wanted to be. You know, I didn't want to be that yeah. dude that was just with, you know, Lisa, Angela, Pamela and Renee. You know what I mean? Like, I just wanted... You know, I just wanted to date one person and, and I started doing. Yeah. Awesome. Brandon, do you have anything else? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that you. Uh, you talk about like uh, the like enjoying your single life and and then like uh you know, thinking about uh, at least when you were getting married, like what what this what you were giving up uh, to ultimately, you know, get what you what you had um, or what you and what you presently have. Um, how would you describe like what was it just was it just like time or experiences that like had you move from a place of like let me enjoy my singles to you know I. I like this is not fun. I'm not enjoying this anymore. Like I want something, something else. But what, what do you, what do you think are some like uh, reasons or things that led to that? Yeah. That um, so um, pretty much, I went from 
like working like seven days a week and being on other people's schedule. And um, like I started training people in the houses and train. Like I would wake up at 4.30 in the morning and drive. It's funny. I used to drive out to where I live now um, to train a woman. Um, and uh, I, I was making really good money, but I didn't have time to enjoy it. And so when you're spending time with a woman you're dating, you don't have the time and you're not enjoying that company, you start thinking like, you know, I got to make better choices. And um, I, I, I bumped into my, like I bumped into what would be my wife and uh, I started really valuing her. And then I was into being an entrepreneur and she was into being an entrepreneur and everything just clicked. Like I got, you know, I, I think I was blessed. Like I don't, I don't know the timing just felt right with everything I was doing. And then the relationship that I had left, it, it, it prepared me for my wife, you know, and that's why, and that's why right now being single and going through what you guys are going through, like what, what are you preparing for? You know, what, 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 what in your life you could sit back and think is a shift of your train of thought. And, and, and are you ready? Like, sometimes you're just like, I find people now to say they, they're single and they want this and they want that, but they really don't. They just want to sit there and tell you they want something, you know, because when you date with a purpose, you can get anything you want. If you take the time dating multiple people, all that does is create confusion and it confused me. And, and then, like I said, and then you're being attracted to all the wrong things, right? Because at the end of the day, um, having somebody you value for more than what they look like is incredible because you just don't like, um, you know, I went through so many different things and I'm so thankful my wife was there as opposed to, you know, if we were just about money or just about looks, you know, what if the money, you know, what if these things change, right. you know, what if, you know, you get sick or yeah. anything, anything in life could happen. You can't, you know, this pandemic, I, I pray that everybody listens to, there's a reason why we're in this pandemic and there's a way of being that this world has taken that people have taken from this world leading to where we are and we need to put back, we need to put back the balance. You know, you go from fires to tornadoes to whatever mm -hmm. and being married is no different. It's just like anything else. If you work out and you take care of your body, right. you can't work out and just eat hamburgers and, and, and have a whole bunch of fried food and you're working out. Yeah. How fit are you really going to be? What's the point? You got to balance it out. And yeah, you can have a cheat day here and there. Not, not talking marriage, though. I'm talking about your, your, um... <laughs> I'm talking about your working out. I knew that was going to come out. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. So I have one question relating to you telling me and Brandon and single people out there to enjoy single life. But have you seen that me enjoying me single or single women enjoying their single lives affects a decision for a man to say, this is going to be my wife? Um, people are judgmental. I don't, I don't understand why. I don't understand why men are so judgmental or, you know, I, I just don't, you know, some people get an attractive woman and they want to be stalking her and jealous because other dudes like them. Like if you have an attractive woman 
yeah, other dudes are going to like them because people like attractive people. It's just the way of life, right? But if you let a person be who they are and they are authentic with you and they're sharing the most intimate anything, you should take pride in that. And then if a person is living their life, what's the chances of them cheating on you or feeling like they're missing something if they've already done it? Fair. I always think about that. I was like, you know, at one point, men and women, but women, right? Because you've already said men, you know, they kind of wake up one day and decide this is this is you know, direction I want to move on, you know, or move into. Um, but yeah, I think for women, it, it's, it's a little bit harder because you have to like, mm. you have to lie or some feel you have to lie. Like you have to conform to like an image. Yep. Right. And maybe some of it comes from prior trauma, you know, trauma from other relationships, trauma from, you know, how stuff grew up. I'm not saying, you know, that social media plays a role, but I think that does as well uh, when you just see all the pretty stuff in relationships. So at the end of the day, we all are humans, no matter where you live, no matter where you reside, the human, the human interaction and what we deal with is either fast paced or slow paced. But people all have gone through something, been through something, looking for someone, looking for love, looking for all these things, you know. But at the same time, if all you're looking for love, that's just not right. enough. You know, if you know what what you want to create, like what do you what relationship do you want to create? What do you want for your life when it's all said and done? You know, what's your legacy? Right. What 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 do you want on your tombstone? You know, like where do you want your you know? Because twenty years ago, I was twenty something, and now I'm not. <laughs> yeah, time flies. Yeah, time yeah, I get it. Yeah. Neither am I. That that that's the fun part. Uh Brandon, do you have any other thoughts? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean I I uh I feel like we hit on you know so much of this and it's been um it's been I I've appreciated hearing your perspective both on uh I think you've you've painted a really realistic view of marriage that is one like not to like sugarcoat anything and say like it's great uh, all the time, but I think in the way that you describe it and how you entered it and have been open to uh, embracing how it's evolved, I think has just been, been um, uh, you know it's it's been great to hear um, and. Yeah. Um, All right. And I appreciate the the candor and the honesty. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I do want to thank both of you for coming on and being uh, honest um, with what was happening, what is happening now, um, and what could be happening in the future. So I really appreciate that. And uh, so until next time. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I wanted to thank uh, Chris and Brandon again. Their honesty and vulnerability really did make this an exceptional episode. 
I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, and as I've said in the past, you can find me on Instagram at J in transit. That's J I N transit. Uh, and the podcast can be found on anchor on Apple in Google and on Spotify. And I do hope to see you again next time.